PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. Again, sorry about last week's episode. It was short because I record. I thought I was recording for 50 minutes and then found out I wasn't recording at all. Only myself. So sorry about that. Um, hopefully everyone still enjoyed what we uploaded. Uploaded. Um, it was the DC fandom stuff, which I mean, I'll be honest, was the thing that we cared the most about on the podcast, frankly. Um, and to talk about stuff, we've got Gary. Hey, Gary. Hello, hello. How was your week? Uh, it was okay. How was yours? My week was pretty good, thank you. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, not much. Just playing a certain game for review that I can actually talk about if you want me to, because the sure. embargo is going to be up before this podcast goes up. Go ahead. I've, I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy, Ooh, which is coming yeah. out on Tuesday. Yay. Yes. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, it's probably one of the best combo games I've played since Arkham City. So if you're looking forward to it, you will not be disappointed because it is fan-fucking-tastic. I had the choice between buying Voice of Dragons <laughs> or that, and I went Voice of the Cards because I was worried. <laughs> I, uh, dude, you, me, a lot of people are worried about this game. And I am so happy to be proven wrong. Like, I thought it was going to be decent just because I knew the de- of the developer that made they made Deus Ex Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, so I thought it would be decent. But I was not expecting how good it was actually going to be. Uh, can you um, tell me, it does have Twitch support, right? If I'm right, it turns off copyrighted music. Because my, yeah, I want to stream it, it, turns it off so the that's copyright my main music. issue. That's good. Yeah, it, there's that, literally that, an that, option. It... Sorry, carry on. Yeah, like in the options, there's literally an option you can go and it's like stream friendly, I think is what the option is called. And you hit it and it just turns off the licensed music. Does it uh, which it does kind of stuck. What was that? Does it replace with any music, or does it just have no music? No, it's just it's just sound. It's just the voiceovers oh. that are going on. Yeah. Okay. I, no. it, it does have an original soundtrack, but it doesn't play when they have specific licensed music playing during those cutscenes. Okay, um, good. I would have liked if they would have done some copyright-free stuff just for music-wise, but I, mm-hmm. it, the fact they're doing it at least is good because because Twitch copyright can be a pain. Yeah, and quite honestly, you won't hear it as much as you think you would. Like, the licensed music kind of only plays when you're on the Milano, their ship, and it's just playing on the ship. Uh, you can also go into, like, whatever song you want to play and listen to it. Um, but in most most of the time you hear the licensed music is when you do what's called the huddle-up. Um, and during combat, if once you fill up a bar, you can go and do huddle-up. And what it does is the team huddles up like they're playing an American football game. Um, and they'll tell you how they're feeling during the fight. So if you're getting your ass kicked, they'll like, raise concerns and stuff. Um, and your job as Star Wars is to give them a motivational speech to get them to go out and perform better. Uh, and if you say the right thing, then your whole team gets boosted and you can do like spam abilities over and over without waiting to, for the cooldown. Um, but what happens is he plays a random licensed track. So that's when you usually hear the licensed music playing. Um, and I gotta tell you, without hearing the licensed music, it kind of sucks. Because I never thought... Like, they did such a good job of making 
random 80s rock songs that you would never think are good for battle music actually work for battle music. Like, I heard Billy Idol's White Wedding, and I was like, I never thought that this song would be good during combat, and yet here they are able to execute it perfectly. Um, that's mostly when you hear the licensed music. There, obviously, there's some cutscenes that play that they'll use licensed music, um, and it works for those specific moments. Um, but it's not going to take away too much from you if if you're streaming it and it's not there. So okay, in, yeah. In your case, when you do the huddle up band, you probably won't hear the licensed music. I don't know if they replace it with the original soundtrack because there's original combat music that's there that plays. So I don't know if it just keeps playing that or if it just mutes it, which would suck if it did. But yeah, any other questions you guys have for me about the game? I am more than happy to answer for you. So I want it, but I know that I won't play it, so uh we'll have to wait. <laughs> well my issue is the fact that Voice of Cards is out this week and then it's mm-hmm. like only a couple of weeks until Endwalker. So Yeah. It's like uh, how, how, how how long is the game? Do you know roughly? It it took me uh with exploration like I kind of went off beaten paths to find items and uh hidden costumes and stuff like that to find. Uh, it took me about twenty seven hours to finish it. So it's a pretty oh, good way. Good then yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't complain about that. Oh, interesting. Alfonso, I know you have some questions. Uh, Who's also here? Say hello, Alfonso. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hello, Ben. Hello, Gary. Hey, um, I really don't have questions um, just because I, I know the reviews are out and I try to, I try to stay away from watching IGN and, and game, um, GameSpot reviews because I am so interested in this game. Like, I... Like I said, I love the Telltale version of, Marvel, of Guardians of the Galaxy. It was fun, but the whole Telltale vibe to it was just repetitive because obviously you don't really get to control much. You propped it with QTE buttons. So seeing this from what they've shown in trailers and certain gameplays, yeah, super excited. Um, I still won't beat this in a week time. Based on what you said, I know everyone's gameplay is different, but based on you, I won't beat this in a week time. I got the PS4 version just because they give you the PS5 for free if you buy the PS4 version. So yeah, double platinum for me when that time comes. <laughs> Which, Mark, today, I just earned my 200 platinum for this year. So, all right, to me. Yes, get it. Woo! Happy. That's 100 times more yeah, platinums man. than I have on my account. Since the PS5 PS3 <laughs> came out. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I think I have three whole platinums. <laughs> one for Fantasy 15, one for Goat Simulator, and I think what? No, that's that's it. I've got two. One day I'll get the Fantasy 14 Platinum, maybe, probably. <laughs> As you should. You put your whole life into that game. I, I just don't. I'm not a crafter, and I can, oh, And also, like one of the things that 
things that they added years ago was something called levy quests, which it used to level up your characters. But the levy quests for crafters, anything but crafters and um, anything battle classes can only go up to like level sixty level quests, and you need to do so many like I think it's like a thousand leave quests, but you only get like I think it's a hundred every two to three weeks, and there's nothing I use them for anyway. So that's my issue is for the platinum is just don't just don't do that. I know there's a craft one thousand of every item, like. One, not every item, but craft 1,000 on every job. But I could just like leave, buy some really cheap ingredients and leave the game to craft itself for me if I wanted to. Thanks, Autocraft. <laughs> the game has auto-synth where if it's a low-level item, or even if it's high-level item, it's just that a high-level has a chance to break. You can just set it to auto-synth and it'll do it all for you. But you'll get slightly less XP than if you crafted it yourself. So, um, and of course you've got a lower chance to get high quality because you know you're not used. It doesn't actually use like the high quality rotations. So, anyway, enough about Final Fantasy for now. <laughs> there might be more coming up in a bit. Um, talking about video games, though, I'm going to start with something I, I I have the least amount of excitement for, but I think Alfonso might have some. Um. The entire movie trailer dropped. Uh, we got oh, to see God. Nate, Sally, Chloe, and other things in this video game movie. Alfonso. No, I'm sorry. Nope, I'm I'm not interested. I, I watched it twice just to just to get my first reaction, first time, second one to just absorb it all. I know this looks real bad. I'm sorry, Mark Wahlberg as Sully is is still pissed me off. Uh Chloe introduced it in the, it so quickly. Sully knowing Sam so early. Ugh, no, I can't do it. The only thing that looks decent is the plane sequence that they're copying from Uncharted 3. But even certain parts of that look bad. Am I going to see this? Knowing me, I have to because it's part of the Uncharted franchise. I love Uncharted. I need to see it. I, I guarantee I'm not going to enjoy it. It, it it just looks bad. Just it just looks bad. Uh, Gary. Uh yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you, Alfonso. Well, actually, I do know. But I thought the plane sequence looked the worst in that whole trailer. Um, it looked so obviously shot against the green screen that it was. They really need to touch up that CG, um, which I'm sure they will. Obviously, they still have some time. But I thought that sequence looked the worst. Um, but outside the whole trailer, I, I'm okay with it. Um, I like Tom Holland. I like Mark Wahlberg. Um, I don't really know the actress who plays Chloe. Um, but I think what really ruined that entire trailer for me was the choice of song, which seems to be the case with a lot of movie trailers these days. The choice of music is just so bad in a lot of trailers that... It kills the trailer for me, and in this case, it destroyed that trailer for me. Um, I actually watched a fan trailer with a different song. Um, it was the same trailer but with a different song, but it was infinitely more entertaining to watch. Um, but I know Tom Holland isn't exactly a teenager anymore. I think he's like in his late twenties, going into his thirties now. Um, but he still looks like he's twenty years old, man. <laughs> he's he does, got a very yeah. He's got a yeah. real baby face, and 
you know, it works for him for Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Um, but uh, to me, it just doesn't work here. Um, you look like Spider-Man to me. Every scene, I thought he was Spider-Man dressed as Drake in a cosplay. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely aging very well. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he just looks... I know it's supposed to be young Nathan Drake, and I'm, and that's fine. Um, but Tom Holland just looks younger than what I would expect a young Nathan Drake to look. It's weird for me. Um, yeah. And they're introducing his brother right off the bat. Um because his brother is mentioned a lot in the trailer, which I think they should have done a long time ago in the game when they randomly introduced them in the fourth game. And I'm like, where the fuck was this for three games now? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so narrative-wise, it works that way. But I don't know. Depends on... You know, I think a lot of people are expecting it to be based on one of the games, and obviously the plane sequence from the third game will tell mm-hmm. you that it's based on the third game, but I don't think it is. It's just a sequence that they kind of copied from it. Um, I think it's just going to be its own original story that maybe combines things from all four games. Okay, so it looks like references to all four games to me. Yeah. There yeah. might be scenes yeah. from every game. So. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, what is it, March or February it's coming out? Um, I thought it was... I think, I think the second trailer, when they release the second trailer, will be Yeah, and yeah. 18th. Because we... Yeah, we we didn't we barely even get to see Mark Wahlberg as Sully. I think he was in, uh, yeah. in like one scene in that whole trailer. So, mm-hmm. uh, he you know, I, I love Mark Wahlberg. So looked too skinny to me. I know that sounds weird, but I see Sully as like a little chubby. Like <laughs> Sully to me is not. I don't know. It didn't look like Sully to me. Yeah, and I remember at one point, I believe. Um, Robert De Niro was supposed to play Sully, and then that was before Tom Holland and them joined the movie. Uh, obviously, that guy changed to Mark Wahlberg, but um, I'm looking at the character list, right? Because um, mm-hmm. I wanted to Google, make sure I knew I was thinking about the same person I saw, and I saw that Taddy Gabrielle is playing Braddock. But the issue is, I've been playing and watching Dragon Ball so much recently that I read that as Bardock. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I was like, man, I wasn't expecting Bard. I, I know he's been in everything recently with Dragon Ball, but I didn't think he was going to be in Uncharted. I might go watch this movie now. <laughs> and you know what? The, the big surprise for me, which I actually didn't know that Antonio Banderas was in the movie, and that got me super yeah. stoked because I yeah. fucking love Antonio Banderas. And yeah, him uh-huh. playing the main villain here is going to be perfect because he 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 fits that role of. The yeah. perfect villain in an Uncharted game, for example, but here in the movie. So, he, I, I, I am excited for it. I will definitely see it, whether it's in theaters or I'll wait is, is another story. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was as bad. Like I said, the song ruined it for me, and I thought the plane sequence was the worst sequence in that whole trailer. And I'm pretty sure people who watched it, they're like, how is he jumping forward in midair? That that. Wind current yeah. will force them yeah. back instantaneously. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's a movie. What do you expect? I watched Fast and Furious, and fucking oh, Tyrese Gibson was trying to steer a car in space. So, <laughs> <laughs> whatever works, man. <laughs> uh. What are your thoughts, Ben? 
I think I said my thoughts. I, okay. I'm not hyped at all, really. Uh, I don't know. I I like Uncharted a little bit, but I wasn't hyped about the movie to f- first be- begin with. And then Tom Holland is always going to be Spider-Man to me. I feel bad for the guy now because that's he's going to be typecasted as Spider-Man in my head forever. So um, I just feel bad that he's aging so well. Like you don't want to say that that you know aging well is great. Personally, but in movie roles, he's going to be like 40 years old playing a high school kid at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's only 25, so. <sighs> I don't know. Hello, hi, hello, fellow kids. It's me, <laughs> Tom Holland, your 18 year old friend at 37. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Hello, hello. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, like, so, like everybody really knows Tom Holland because he's Spider Man, so that's going to yeah. be his biggest recognition. But I know he's been doing a lot more other stuff, which I haven't been able to watch personally. But I do want to see him in something other than that to see his diversity in it. Because let's yeah. face it, Peter Parker's humor is probably going to be the same as Nathan Drake's humor. Um. So it's going to be hard to distinguish him playing two different characters here. So, mm-hmm. and supposedly Sony has another two movies in the pipeline for the MCU as well for twenty twenty three, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, one of them's probably a Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll see if it's going to be with Tom Holland because he said himself this is going to be the end for him. Yeah. We'll see. No way home. Yeah. Okay. Talking about end for stuff that I didn't even know this was happening. Uh, Little Big Panic 3. Uh, the content from 1 and 2 have been transferred over to free for all players. So if you purchased, if you haven't purchased the stuff for 1 and 2, you can now um, get all the content for free. And also, I think the server is still down. Potentially. Uh, because they there was a they had a, a, a relentless attack, so they decided to shut them down. Uh, but yeah, anyone that has little little bit free will now have limit break one and two content. I haven't played little uh, little big planet two. Uh, I haven't played little big little big planet three. I only played one and two. Uh, but if anyone that has free, this is interesting, um, Gary. Oh uh, yeah, this is great news. Uh, like you said, Ben, they've been under attack from hackers with the servers from Mortal Kombat Planet 1 and 2, so if they shut down those servers and just transfer everything to the third game, um, I think that's the best course of action for them than having to spend so much money trying to fix servers that a lot of people probably aren't even playing on anymore. Um, so this is oh, great one second. Um, this free post content does not include the story mode levels. Okay. Uh, well... Yeah, that sucks. But at least they can still get the costumes and all the DLC yeah. packs and stuff. Uh, yeah. Moved over to the third game. So, you know, at least they're trying to do something. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where, like, is it worth it to put the effort and the money into fixing and yeah. dealing with these server problems yeah. for, you know, let's say a thousand people who are probably still playing it? I think that's where they kind of have to go and look if it's really worth it. I know Titanfall 2 is having the same problems right now where um, 
Respawn essentially just said, don't go online with Titanfall 2. It's not safe at all. And they have, like, two people working on fixing this problem, and I think that's bullshit. <laughs> Clearly, they've given up on that game. And again, it comes down to, like, if you have two people working on the servers, then that means there's probably just not enough players for you to even throw resources into fixing this problem. So... It's, I, I see it as the same thing happening here with Little Big Planet. Alfonso, like you, Ben, I never played three. Um, I, I had bought it a while back, but I just never got to it because I always end up doing a few levels, creating a few levels, and then just stopping. But um, yeah, it sucks that they having server problems with one and two. It sucks that they can't get the story modes from one and two, but can get all the costumes and all the accessories from one, two, to three. That's great. Um, I know a lot of people that still play Little Big Planet, and to me, before Dreams came out, Little Big Planet was Dreams. The amount of levels and customization these people in the communities do was just crazy. Some some look very detailed, some look bad, but overall, it it was just amazing of the creativity that these people make. So, for them to get more added to three, that's that's great news to hear. Uh, anyway, before we get to the main topic of the podcast, I think like this, um, we've got a couple smaller topics. Well, I say smaller topics, but they're still pretty big. Um, one that Gary's probably going to be really happy about, maybe potentially, depending on how bad it goes. A new Splinter Cell has been greenlighted by Ubisoft. Um, I suppose it's going to be officially announced in 2022, which means it's probably going to be out in like 2023. But still, p- potentially a new Splinter Cell. What what are your thoughts on this? My thoughts? Yeah. Um, I hope that this is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy situation for me, <laughs> where I'm going <laughs> in with very little expectations and having it exceed those expectations. But I have zero expectations in Ubisoft at this point with anything going forward. Um, with a company that's decided to release four battle royal games within a year span um the fact that i'm still waiting on any news whatsoever about beyond good and evil 2 um uh-huh. i i have zero faith in this uh they can announce it as whatever they want they can say it's a single player game um we all know it's not going to be a single player game if it is going to be if if there is going to be any light of single player it's going to come with some sort of co-op. Um, I just, I, I, I don't have any, any faith in it. Um, I do, I've always wanted a new Splinter Cell for a long time. Um, I don't understand how Ubisoft themselves can abandon one of their highest selling franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, from the PS2, Xbox, and PS3 and 360 era. But they did, because... From what I'm pretty sure everybody knows, they couldn't figure out a way to make it a multiplayer-only game and make it work. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we'll see what happens, but I have really no faith in it being what I think a lot of people are hoping it's going to be. I hope, they don't, I, I hope they don't have tunnel vision, where it's like, oh, you Splinter Cell, and they get this expectations of what they remember Splinter Cell being, because... I'm pretty sure that's not what it's going to be. 
Uh, I second what Gary said. I have zero expectation. Um, the, the the direction that Ubisoft is going in is going downhill, and I rather them just leave the franchise as it is, meaning do not revive Splinter Cell and just abandon it. I mean, yes, it's hard to say that because Splinter Cell is one of my favorite franchises, but like I said, with the direction they're going, with what they've been doing with these battle royals and the other games they have in the pipeline, like I don't want them to ruin Splinter Cell. Let me keep my memory intact for what I remember from the last Splinter Cell. So, yeah. Okay. Now, this is something that I was excited for when it got teased and leaked. But then I saw it, and then I don't know. Um, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, uh, which is coming out November 11th. Physical edition of PS4 and Xbox is supposedly December. And then if rumors are true, yeah. the PS5 is early 2022 for a physical. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Now... I was hyped because Grand Theft Auto 3 series was some of the best, more fun games that came out on PS2 that I played. Um, mm. I don't like the art style at all of, of these remakes. Mm. I, I mean, sorry, that's a lie. I like the art style. It just doesn't fit Grand Theft Auto to me because at least this trailer doesn't look too bad. But in screenshots, it just reminds me of Saints Row, not Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> like, if Saints Row had a Fortnite skin, this is what this is when it comes to art style. I know art style doesn't mean everything, and they've updated a lot to make it more playable. Like, they've fixed the controls and added checkpoints and blah, blah, blah. But first impressions of graphics are important, and I'm not a big fan of them. Alfonso? I am actually looking forward to this. Um, didn't play these games for God knows how long. Um, yeah, it'd been nice if the art style looked a little better, but it looks to me it looks decent enough to play. Um, I'm just excited that they're getting GT Five controls because the controls back then was just horrible, especially vehicle controls and and the aiming and. I'm happy that you can retry missions as soon as possible. You don't have to wait before to say, oh, you can retry the missions again. So those two things I'm excited for. Um, mo- me personally, I'm mostly going to stay in three just because Liberty City, the city, that's my favorite city from the whole franchise. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to buy it physical. I'm just going to get it digital when it comes out November 11th. Uh, so me and my sister are both happy for this, as she never played these, and she called me when she found out when she saw the trailer. So yeah, it's like she's asking me if you're gonna get this, and I say yes. Yeah. So she she's definitely gonna be coming home just to play this. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's been a while, and um, I'm curious to see what they add to GT5 because I know GT3 20 year and um, anniversary pass or is coming up, and they said they were gonna add stuff to GT Online. So curious to what they add. I, I know they already add the bat, the famous bat that you use, that he used in GT3. So I'm curious to see what else they add. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Gary. Gary. Yeah, um, I'm actually really excited for this. Um, 
I thought the lighting looks fantastic. I think it's vastly improved in almost every way. If you look at the environment that they've been able to recreate with lighting and textures, um, I think it's vastly improved. Uh, as far as character models, um, I'm okay with it because, in all honesty, like go watch a video of GTA 3 right now, and that's pretty much borderline claymation at that point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In, in my opinion, in all honesty. So having a little uh, added textures to those, yeah, they don't look, you know, GTA 4 and GTA 5 realistic, but I'm okay with that because they never did in the first place. Uh, even San Andreas kind of looked, you know, cartoony in a way. Vice City definitely was cartoony, in my opinion. Um, so I, I'm okay with these added features uh, and, and the way the characters are, are updated to look. Uh, so, yeah, do they kind of look like Fortnite characters? Yeah, but they also kind of fit the world that they're in, which, in my opinion, was more at the time was more entertainment rather than realism. You know, you, you brought up Saints Row, and that's fine, because Saints Row is entertainment. It's not realism. Uh, whereas GTA 4 and 5 try to be more realistic rather than more on that arcadey entertainment side. So control-wise, I 100% agree with you, Alfonso. I definitely want those updated controls. For those who ever played the, the remastered, editions of those games which you can't get uh -huh. anymore on PSN. They were almost impossible to play. I don't even know how I played them back in the day when they first came out. Um so yeah, uh, of all those, uh Vice City's my jam, uh even though I absolutely love GTA three. Um my only concern with three was I just couldn't connect with the main character as much as I did with what is it, Tommy, I believe his name is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and I love the, the 80s aesthetic that it had. So Vice City is definitely the one I'm most excited for. Um, I didn't really like San Andreas as much. Um, but yeah, Vice City and GTA 3 are definitely the ones I'm most excited for. And uh, people are pissed off about the price. That is going to be a full price $60 game. Um, I don't know why you're upset. Um, Rockstar has never really given a shit about lowering the price for a re-release. And yep. they already know people are still going to buy those games no matter what. Yep. Um, but for three games, yeah, three games. Of endless entertainment that they've clearly put a lot of time and effort in with lighting and getting the controls different, moving it over to a whole new engine. They're using Unreal Engine now. It's a it's a big process. You might not think it just by looking at it. It's like oh, it kind of looks like it's just gotten you know an HD upgrade. It's a lot more than that. Um, mm -hmm. So for three, in my opinion, fantastic games upgraded and updated to work on PS4 and PS5 in 2022, $60 is a bargain, in my opinion. They could have easily released those games individually at, say, $40 a piece. Not full price, but $39.99, and they could have easily done that, and people still would have bought it. So they give you all three for 60 Oh yeah, I do like the. By the way, remember we are do get we are getting was it um, which one are we getting? Because I know that Xbox is getting San Andreas. We get GTA three for right on PS. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Game Pass is getting San Andreas, and PlayStation now is getting GTA three in um, December. 
December, which means yeah. Nintendo Switch is getting Vice City with their online program. Oh, God. I'm not really going to talk about Nintendo. <laughs> their $17 program, or where it was. The GTA trilogy is coming to the Nintendo Switch, which I think is the first yeah. GTA game to be on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's the, no. On the Switch, yeah, like I say. It's not the first yeah. GTA game on Nintendo. No, no. Because that would be... What, hold on, which ones were? I don't think any of the core games were on. None of the core games were, but the spin-offs were. Okay. Yeah, spin-offs like China China Wars. Yeah, China Wars okay. came out on... It wasn't that the first on DS for the first time, wasn't it? Yeah. I think there was a Game Boy Color of a original GTA as well. Oh, like, yeah, it what? was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Yeah, I think Grand Theft Auto One or Two had a Game Boy Color port. Yeah, which I guess is technically then a main title. So, <laughs> yeah, and and I know I I already seen a lot of people blaming the the Switch version for the game not looking as amazing as they were expecting it in their minds. But if I blame no, anyone, I blame mobile. Oh, be always going to look that way. It's on mobile phones, so if I'm going to blame anyone, it's going to be on phones. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at least with the Switch, they've got an idea of what they're aiming for. With phones, you've got a, a there's all the different specs of phones, so you're going to have to design based on that. So, and you also have to have file limitations on the size because you don't want the game to be super big. So, if I'm going to blame anyone, Man. I'll blame phones. I'm not going to blame anyone because, uh, but if it was anyone, it would be phones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's a the, that's a great point, man. Because I, I yeah. again, I think people have this expectation of they found out that GTA is getting, you know, a remake, which it, it's not a remake. This is a remaster yeah. through and through. Yeah, like I, I think people just thought that oh, this is going to be at least GTA Four quality. No, I think it looks, in order I'll to do honest, that, they may as well just redo the whole game. If I had the, I'll be honest, it looks bad in four. <laughs> so I said I don't mind it I like the art style in a way but to me it just is too much it, I just think a Saints Row with that art style so mm-hmm. okay I'm looking online and yeah Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2 were on the Game Boy Color and then Chinatown Wars was on the DS okay uh, oh yeah there was a Grand Theft Auto Advance which was only ever on Grand uh, <laughs> the Game Boy Advance um, oh, it's in Liberty C. It's a special spin-off in Liberty C. Yeah, Liberty City Stories came out on the PSP, I believe it was. No, this is its own game. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's its own storyline. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, and there's no radio in this one either, so... Mm. I also I think we should also mention that they've said that they're gonna change and edit some content in the game to be more I don't want to say politically correct but to be more modern times so that's the thing I'm not happy about because I feel like GTA is one of those franchises and probably the only franchise that doesn't shy away from actual 
racism and bigotry and stuff like that because they're trying to be as realistic as possible and unfortunately that is something that exists in the world um but i believe they said they're going to change some stuff around some wording is going to be cut and probably some radio station conversations that people were offended by well will be offended by today that probably weren't, yeah. weren't offended back in the day so also a load of watch get radio stations that were removed from it as well mm-hmm. not radio stations but music yeah so um if you're a fan of some of the music in gta 3 then make sure you go check out if it's gonna have it in the remaster because there's a huge chance it might not license is the killer of video game preservation yeah. <laughs> for anyone that's worried about that it's remember the fact that it's because like the devil is grand theft auto so and it's rockstar so if, if they tried to renew the license they would charge them ridiculous amount of monies just because it's it's rockstar and graph auto i know they can afford yeah. it but it's it's not exactly i wouldn't say it's fair i know that a lot of people complain about the fact i'm saying it's not fair to charge a multi-billion trillion do- dollar company but it really mm. isn't if you if you're like oh you're that name that's this song is not be 500 pounds but for you it's five grand and also give us more money. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to know how quickly those licenses expire, um, they have had to remove songs and license different ones for GTA Five already. Yeah. Um, I think they've lost a few songs and they had to get new songs, or they just got rid of them all. So in, in general, and they had to update the game with a patch to to show that because they would have been sued if, if that song was still in the game. So it really sucks when you have licensed music, which now I'm kind of worried about Guardians of the Galaxy because ugh, who knows how long that's going to be on the market. But I think it's a lot easier to license like older songs than it is newer songs, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Who knows? And plus, I don't know. It's not Rockstar, so chances are they're not going to go up there as much. They've got D- Disney behind them. And you know how Disney's <laughs> always been. <laughs> uh, well, the, I think the main topic of the podcast is going to be this. We found out there's a state of play that will be next week, next Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday no. the 27th at 10pm BST. Um, I'll probably live stream it on Twitch.tv. So we'll go around radio. Um now it's mainly going to be supposedly going to be all third party. There's going to be no first party stuff. Now, what if it's a death loop? <laughs> what if it's twenty minutes of death loop DLC? Because I will quit. No, no. <laughs> I will quit. <laughs> because you know we haven't had a death loop trailer in, since death loop came out. So. I feel like we're owed a trailer of Deathloop. No, I'm, I'm joking. Um, there's rumor. There's a. There was a rumored list of games. I can't remember what it was. There was like a. Uh, yeah, that that it. list was also the list that I was told personally as well so, from one of my sources as well. Did you so, want to say that? Oh uh, well, it's out there now. It appeared on Reset Era. So um, okay. Uh the 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 rumored games from. The ones that were told to me was Final Fantasy 16, 
uh, Golem, which is that Lord of the Rings spinoff game, and Gotham Knights are the three that I was told. I believe the actual thing that people have reported is there's a few more on that list. I heard Stray was supposed to be on there. I, I don't know. Let me see the reset error one. And I shall tell you exactly what they're saying. Um, 2016 Gotham. Tachia? Tachia? I don't even know what that is. And the Dark Pictures Anthology, which they just released a new game. And I don't know if they're ready to show off the the next one. I think it's like the devil inside or something like that. Tachia is the new Collodian game. Yeah, where you, I think it was the one where you're possessing stuff. Oh, okay. Which I like the look of, to be honest. That was a really good game. It was mm-hmm. a really beautiful, like, reminded me of Pixar in a way. Oh. Uh, I, thought it look, I thought it looked beautiful. Mm. It's not the most graphically, but it's an indie game. And it, the art style makes it look better than, you know. If it was realistic, I don't think it would look as good. Um, so, yeah. No, supposedly those are the... Anyway, what does is, what is everyone think? Do you think these are the games that are going to be coming out? Do you think there's anything that we don't know about at State of Play? Um, for, for me, yes. Um, and for me, I'm not going to take this list, even though it came from my sources that are usually really good on this stuff. Um, with Sony, I just can't say. Because I think Sony has been really good at misleading leakers in what's going to be in their shows. And what's going to be announced, what isn't going to be announced, all this stuff. Um, Sony has been really good about it. Um, if, if, if any of those games are true on that list, uh, the two that I'm going to say most likely will appear is Gotham Knights and Gollum. Simply because I, I we talked about this last week. Um, I don't know if it was recorded, but I was really confused. They didn't show any actual gameplay footage of Gotham Knights, which they did the first time. And now it kind of makes sense if they were holding off to show it at State of Play. And they'll probably announce some sort of... Um, deal with PlayStation because Warner Brothers has usually done a lot of costume DLCs and stuff with like the Batman Arkham games with Sony um, exclusive to Sony so I I could see that here we might actually even get a release date for Gotham Knights through State of Play Um, and you know they're they're both Warner Brothers games so Gollum you know we really haven't seen a lot of Gollum we've had small little updates here and there but Gollum is another good one Um, I would say that if it isn't Gollum uh, I would replace Gollum with Hogwarts Legacy because we literally haven't seen anything on that game since that mm-hmm. original trailer. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, to try, to try whatever it's called, probably I really don't know what that game is. Uh, Dark Pictures Anthology, I don't see the point in doing since the new game just came out unless they just show the trailer of House of Ashes again, which will kind of be disappointing since people already know that game. Um. Final Fantasy 16 would be a great one, but I still think, you know, Square is going to hold to down to their word and be like, 
we said we're not going to talk about Final Fantasy 16 this year. Um, so why talk about it now? If they, I mean, if they really need people really talking about their games, I don't really see the point because people are already oh. talking about them. Supposedly, but, Yoshi P said they had the ready a trailer ready for Tokyo Game Show, but it just didn't make it in time. So, I don't know. Well, most likely then, yeah. So, sixteen is a very good chance of appearing. So, because if it's a trailer, then it's them not talking about it, so to speak. Like, because mm-hmm. um, the fact they've also said that the game is finished from start to end, like main story yeah. wise. Mm-hmm. I could easily see a trailer and a release date for summer 2022. I hope so. I'm not going to say you're wrong or right. But I, I just hope so. I'm very much looking forward to Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. I'm just going off of what Square Enix have said in the past, oh, yeah. where their focus is not going to be on Final Fantasy 16. It's going to be on Forspoken and Final Fantasy 14 and Walker. Well, Endwalker's got all its trailers now, so... All the all the all the new all the trailers have come out of Endwalker, so that you don't don't expect any more events. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, though we do have like two like Final Fantasy fourteen live layers before Endwalker comes out, but that's more mainly for you know people that already play Final Fantasy fourteen. It's not for every, you know not not for people to like. It's one of them is going to be November fourth, I think it is. Um, no, November fifth, um, and that goes after car- that goes over crafting and gathering and PvP. So, and then there will be another one probably November eighteenth, which will be when the servers are down. So, because they do twenty four hour maintenance before an expansion. So they'll have a live letter then to talk about like patch notes and stuff like that for the nineteenth. Because, unlike a lot of companies, Yoshi P will actually go on live stream during maintenance. Yeah, because they normally have, like, for a big patch, like, every few months. Um, they'll have a little live a little live stream during the maintenance, during the, uh, what you get, like, the 12-hour, well, not 12-hour, but the, like, 6-7-hour maintenance. Where he'll go on stage, uh, he'll go on stream and just, like, talk about all the changes that are coming the next day. You'll go over the patch notes with everyone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've any of you have watched any of the media tour interviews with um with Yoshi P. Mm-mm. I was yeah. by the way, I was lucky enough to be able to do a Zoom call with him. So thank you again to Square Enix for giving me that uh, chance. But I think my favorite interview has to be with Asmongold. Um Asmongold was a WoW streamer that played it for like 15 plus years and then got burnt out this year because of everything that was going on. So try 14. Anyway, he asked about the state of WoW and all that lot to Yoshi P. And Yoshi's like, I like gate. I like when other MMOs are succeeding, but we do play other MMOs rather than 14. And sometimes we question the, um, do they even play their own game? (laughs) (laughs) Um, of course, he didn't name Blizzard or WoW when he said that, but we all knew what he was talking about. So it was great. Mm. Anyway, go check out our interview with Yoshi P over on PSU.com. Thank you again to Square Enix. I'm excited for Fantasy 16. That's the thing I'm most excited for. 
Um, well, well, yeah. What do you think? Is that list kind of accurate, or what are you expecting out of it? I think that list is accurate, to be honest. Though, as you said, I, I think I would have thought it'd have been Hogwarts Legacy over Golem because we haven't really heard anything about Golem at all. I didn't even know if it's been officially announced. To be honest, I thought it was all still like rumors. No, it was announced. It. it was supposed to come out this year, but it got delayed indefinitely. I forgot it actually got announced. The it was actually announced was... as one of the first. It was actually announced as one of the first next gen games too. <laughs> oh wow! All I remember yeah, is the leaks. The leaks. Like, uh, but no. The reason why I think Dark Pictures Anthology might be here is because also one of the leaked games is also Voice of Cards, which, if it's true, this this will be like a couple of hours before actually the game goes live. So, um, you can learn about Voice of Cards just before it comes out. Which is interesting. I, I am hyped for that game. So, Alfonso, is there anything you think is going to be at this event that I haven't talked about? Um, first of all, let me just say this. Hands down to Sony for giving us another state of play for third-party games. They did a lot with the first party, giving us release dates and release windows. So it's nice that they focus on their third-party partnership. Um, if it's true, if not... Like, Gary, I want to see Gotham Knights. I like the Quarter Owl story. It's, it's going to be interesting not playing as the back, but his back team. So I, I'm curious about that story. Um, Shannon hopes Stray's there. I, I don't know why she loves these, that damn cat game, but she hopes that's there. That game looks me, amazing. You shut your mouth. Ah, uh, God damn it, Gary. For me personally, <laughs> I, I just want Shifu. Oh, yeah. I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope that's there. I, I, I want to play that game so badly, but that's it, really. Uh, I forgot Stray for was announced. Yeah, I, I want that game to be there, because that game looked amazing. Oh, God. Look, it looks very beautiful. You can't, you can't deny that with the neon lights. You just want to and... play as a cat, dude. What's wrong with you? Agreed. <laughs> it does look gorgeous, but I don't have a thing for cats, so... I don't like cats, yeah, either. I like dogs, but... Get a, get a thing for cats. No, it's never gonna happen, Gary. <laughs> I, I I prefer dogs over cats, but th this art style looks really nice. So I kind of want it for the art style. If I'm honest, I want it for the graphics because it looks like it could be a graphical showcase. Also, I looked up Stray and I saw this amazing image. I'm gonna have to put it in our Discord. And if you Google Stray, you also might see this amazing image. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has edited out the cat from Stray with Kratos from God of War. It's Perfect. great. <laughs> Talking about God of War, Ragnarok got details, right? I think since our last podcast. Did mm -hmm. Maybe I was wrong. Did we, I can't remember if we talked about our last episode. Oh, the you only God of War news that I know of is it's now sold 19.5 million copies worldwide, and it's oh. coming to PC in January. Yeah, it's coming to PC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. PC in January. But only God of War... What? But not one? You know, the original God of War, the, new, the remake. Yeah, the 2018 God of War. Yeah. yeah. Which, enjoy it, PC players, and then buy a PlayStation to buy play God of War Ragnarok. Which is sometime in 2022. Hopefully. 
Oh, oh. yeah. So, as we wrap this episode up, is there anything else anyone wants to bring up? I don't know, Ben, is there? I don't know, that's why I asked you. <laughs> um, no, I don't think there's really anything for me. Me either. Okay. The only other small story that I've got is the fact that you can now buy games that you've redeemed on PlayStation Plus, so that if you want to if you bought, if you got on Plus, but your Plus subscription has run out, you can now purchase the game. So, there's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Gary, have you got any shout outs and how can they contact you? Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush, that's G A G L A U S H. And shout out to you guys as always. Thanks for having me on. It's always fun. Shout out to the listeners. Thank you for listening to us. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Alfonso. Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Thank you for having me on, like always. Um, shout out to all the listeners, to all the followers. Keep reading these stories, because it's still great, like always. And um, you can follow me on Twitter at Alishan7. Thank you to both Gary and Alfonso, and thank you to the recording software for recording the podcast this time, instead of only recording me. Um, and a shout out to everyone that listens. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week with more PlayStation news. Um, until then, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.